Hi, this is Dave of the Fatalist Podcast, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Pilot Preview. Tonight, Wayne and I take a look at the CW's exciting show, Supernatural. So sit back and hope you enjoy the discussion. So uh, what we had said last week was that Wayne and I were going to take a look at um, the pilot for a supernatural or horror series uh, to just basically improve our um, you know, understanding of the genre. So what we decided was we were going to watch the pilot for Supernatural. And while I really liked it a lot, Wayne, you loved it. I loved it. Yeah, that was uh, that was right up my alley. I'm, you know, I like sci-fi, but I really like uh, horror too, as well. Like good horror, not crap. Like most, basically most of what you get nowadays. But the really good stuff and Supernatural was the good stuff. I mean, that was like genuinely scary. Well, well, you know, not to put you on the spot, uh, but like, what do you think constitutes horror? I mean. Well, it's it's got to go beyond just like like bad horror is just going to rely on like again I ref, uh, referenced uh, Friday Thirteenth and I remember the second one that uh, the girl there's a scene early on and the the, the music's rising and everything and the girl opens up a refrigerator and a cat jumps out and you're like ah! yeah but okay. that's BS man right. that's, that's easy uh, real horror comes from building up this this aura of suspense. It doesn't rely necessarily on uh, special effects. Though Supernatural did that pilot episode, certainly the special effects were a big part of it, but um, the really freaky parts were not special effects. The, the freaky parts were when you're concerned for the danger of the, the, the hero or heroine and you realize that they are uh, what's the word? They're, they're, they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable because they're dealing with their adversary is on a different plane. The different existence has powers they are not capable of. And, and, you know, with a ghost, you can't touch a ghost. That's what goats are, are especially freaky. And, and this one, like little kid ghosts, even more so okay. because they're just like untouchable, vicious kind of violent type uh, forces. So the vulnerability, you know, I guess comes into the fact that, that they really have no recourse again. Like you mentioned ghosts, you know, you, how do you fight a ghost? Right, you know, that sort of thing, and so that I guess, I guess I always think about it in terms of, you know, that it plays on our fears, and you know, some of our, you know, most basic fears, and that you know, the characters put into a situation that you know, so whether it's you know, buried alive or, uh, you know, about you know, set on fire or yeah, 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 for sure, and based on primal just fears, you know, things that just we aren't even really necessarily cognizant of or conscious of uh but i think also what separates good heart from bad heart just like a any good genre movie from another is um character development and we need to feel for these boys right away and you've only got an hour to do it so what do you do well you kill their mother off right at the beginning and so but they did a great job with both of these brothers and the actors are fantastic and that we Care for these guys. You have to care for them. And the, the problem with, with bad horror movies is you don't really care about the people who are vulnerable, who are at risk. And so it's not really scary because we're not really buying into it and we don't really care. Um, like I like the Scream movies a lot. They're funny, but we don't really – after the first one, I don't know how much we're really invested into these characters and except for Sydney, I think, is the main character. Um, now, are you a Saw fan? I, I saw the first one. I haven't seen any of the other ones. See, honestly, that. I saw the first one up to the last, like, six minutes. I'm like, no, I'm not watching this guy 
saw his foot off. And, and, and it's just, you know, I mean, those, you know, just two. But, you know, you mentioned the, the characters. And, and I guess one of the things I loved right from the start was the construct of having these two brothers, right? That, that one seemingly, you know, really making something of himself and, you know, going, what is he in law, man, right? he's in law school? Yeah, he's, well, he's, uh, he's applying to law okay, school. Okay, and, and the other one apparently lives this transient life and, uh, you know, and, and then we learn that, okay, well, it's, it's, you know, he lives this transient lifestyle because he's, you know, we, there's something about his mother's death, their mother's death that's driven them apart. And the father's mission is to fight what it was that killed her. And right. Well, they obviously, they, you know, he says, let's go hunting. And hunting right. is this thing where they obviously are chasing down, as you said, the, whatever killed their mom or some similar type things. And, you know, the, the younger son is, you know, well, has gotten out of it. You know, like, like I, this, I, this is not the life for me. You know, obviously live this transient life as well for a while and decide he wanted to have a normal, regular life that didn't involve all the craziness that his brother's life obviously doesn't. And we see that in, in this episode. We see how crazy his brother's life is. And uh, but, but also there is that very, obviously, exciting element. I mean, he gets into it once they're hunting this ghost. Right. It's not like he's reluctant at first, but then once they're on the path, he's, he's into it, and, and he, you can tell he enjoys it. Now, do, we, do, we, do we find out why the mother... No, but the girlfriend then, you know, dies from the same oh, thing. Oh, man, I was bummed that she got killed. Yeah, and, you know, it was like, I wrote down like, you know, holy shit. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe they just did that. But then I realized, well, they had to do it. They, If the girl is still alive, he's never going to go with his brother. And the show ends after the pilot, right? So he needs a reason to decide, I don't want to go to law school, and I do want to go with my brother. And so his girlfriend dying in the exact same fashion that his mother did is the the only thing really that could probably get him to to go out and cross the threshold, as Joseph Campbell would say, and uh, you know leave with his brother to go and, and, and hunt, which is then, that becomes then, that's the show. Right. Right. Uh, but and also, I realized that I should have seen it because she, I, as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, well, he's a mama's boy. The, the girlfriend looks just like the mother did. Yeah. So, and I should have made that connection. Like, you know, like at first I was shocked when she died, but then I realized that I was stupid and I should have seen it coming from a mile away because all the indicators were there of, as to what was going to happen. Right. Now, I, I think one of the things will, uh, you know, obviously, culminate each of these little segments with is, you know, do we plan to watch episode two? And I think it's a foregone conclusion with you. The answer is yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and it is for me too. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, I want to see more. Um, You know, one of the things I, again, I sound like a broken record, very X-file-ish look. We got to the closing credits. And again, for me, after nine seasons of the X-files, I mean, the closing credits, I thought I was watching the X-files which shouldn't come as a surprise, you know, so I look at the, you know, the credits and Kim Manners, who's one of the creative minds on both shows, uh, you know, so, uh, but, you know, there was another homage to the X-Files. If you remember the scene on the bridge when mm-hmm. the brothers then they're leaving and there were some more officers coming and they cross paths right. and the one goes, you know, the smart ass, it's like Agent Mulder, 
Agent Scully. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that was uh, funny. Even I caught that one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but there was uh, also something else that I, I definitely wanted to mention um, because, like, you see these like conventions and horror movies, and one of them is that, and and the screen movies kind of jokingly uh, talk about this. Like, you know, if you have sex or drink or anything like that, you're dead. And so the minute. You know this kid. The, he picks picks up a hitchhiker, and also never pick up hitchhikers. And um, if you've ever seen, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Detroit Rock City. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this movie is hilarious. It's so funny. It's basically about a, a group of four friends who uh, cut out of school to go to a Kiss concert in Chicago, and so it's like a road trip kind of movie. It's a couple hours away, and as they're on the road, there's a a hot hitchhiker on the side of the road. And uh, and so the boys immediately start, should we pick her up, should we not? And there's the one kid's kind of straight-laced. He said, no, we can't pick her up. This is how horror movies begin. And then, you know, the kind of the, the friend who's a bit of a deviant turn and says, yeah, but this is also how porno begins. <laughs> so it's like, don't right. do, do, don't do anything sexual if you suspect you're in a horror movie, which if you're traveling along a dark night over a creepy bridge and there's a woman there who's definitely out of your league, uh, you should probably just keep driving. Don't pick a call. Use your cell phone. We all have cell phones now. Call 911. Say there's someone here who needs help. Don't stop. And definitely don't uh, even think about having sex with her because you're going to be dead. Right. Now, one of the things I, I put down in my notes that you know I l- absolutely loved the music they used in the show, which uh, and Wayne's wearing a black ACDC shirt, and, and I believe there are a couple ACDC tunes in there. Um, you know, the car that the one brother's got, uh, you know, I forget, I'm not great with cars, it looks like about a 66 it, something it, it or looked, other. It looked old, uh, yeah, but it was uh, that was awesome. But you know, I think the, again, the thing that that shows like this have to avoid, you know, for, from my perspective, is simply evolving into the entity of the week, you know, so that, uh, you know, um, like questions for me. And, and the nice thing here is, you know, like we've mentioned, like, you know, Wayne and I have seen all, uh, uh, both seasons of lost girl. Uh, but we, this is it. This is all we've seen for supernatural. So we've heard about the father. Uh, are we going to meet him? Yeah. I mean, I assume so. I've learned now, don't look at IMDb. (laughs) Because right. it'll tell you no, who's it'll in tell it. You how many episodes right, are in, right. what years, and you're like, oh, wait, what? She, she's not in next season? Right. Well, okay, I guess right. I expect. But, but, you know, once they find the father's hotel room and you see his, I mean, you, boy, I, I mean, I yeah. hope we meet him. Cause... Right. Oh, yeah, I, for sure we're going to meet the father. And But they have that central kind of myth uh, of finding out what happened to the mother and now the girlfriend. And I think that is what's going to can tie it, where you can do some Monster of the Week, but you also have this this larger issue that's like the central issue is like basically two two boys you know trying to find their mother really and yeah. and through their father which is all kinds of stuff uh or, or possibilities there but yeah it was a really really good show good i liked it good call well there you have it hopefully you enjoyed our take on the cw's supernatural in the coming weeks we'll be taking a look at vampire diaries warehouse 13 grim and even some short live shows like abc's 666 So until next time, stay scared, my friends.